All right, now on the Money Mitch Effect, a special college football start of the season gambling edition. It's Sean Sullivan. Sully, back on the show via phone. We're feeling good, right, going into college football season. Glad to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm amped up to talk some ball, obviously. We may or may not be on a little bit of a heater. So uh, don't want to get too pumped up. Don't want to get too pumped up, obviously. Uh, We haven't even hit the first big Saturday. But it's it's nice, nice, uh, nice couple couple good games that we'll we'll talk about here shortly. Promising start after how last year went. I don't think anybody who listened to any of our gambling stuff knows that. You know, some years aren't great, and last year was a little bit of a downer, but we're not quitters. Don't quit. No, anything we, we don't do. need to. We don't, no, we don't. We don't need to. We don't need to, to rehash last year. That, let's leave the past. The past is dead, buried, gone. We've uh, we've burnt all the incense and cleared the room and and have talked to. I I mean I I, I I've tried everything. I was bathing I in garlic. Austin. That's right, bathing in garlic. Uh, anything short of going to a palm reader to try to turn this this uh, get some good juju on our side. And yeah. uh, luckily, whatever we did worked so far. Let's keep it going. Yeah, it really was. Uh, week zero was fun. We we talked. A little, I talked a little bit about that last week with Kent Brown, the always questionable Kent Brown on the show, and we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. Some good picks there with Miami covering that spread, and then the over in Arizona and Hawaii hitting. We started week one Thursday night, probably the best weekend of the year when you think about just the days of football. Thursday through Monday, there's going to be some games on. And last night, Sully, we saw Cincinnati beat UCLA again, back-to-back years. Beat them like win. a drum. Yeah, man. Last year, uh, it was a close-er game, I think. But this year, it was yeah. on the field. I mean, it was a 10-point game, but it wasn't that close in between the lines. UCLA was very fortunate to be that close. Utah running away from BYU in the Holy War late. So Utah covering that spread. Both favorites win. Utah, a road favorite, wins couple things to break down there i want to start with utah because the pac-12 sully they needed something ucla loses vibes are down this year everyone's wondering if they're gonna finally maybe have a chance at the playoff but utah was a nice start because they needed that for sure yeah you you, as as a conference you've you've taken about as much egg on your face as you possibly could to start the season and they needed to stop the bleeding and they did uh utah's that defense was nasty i think both of those that both those games are kind of inverse of each other. Where UCLA Cincinnati on the scoreboard was closer, but it really wasn't. Uh, Cincinnati had a bunch of red zone turnovers. They could have really should have buried that game earlier than they did. And then BYU, I feel like that that game was a little closer. I think that that's a pretty good team. Um, first half definitely was was uh, was tight, and and a couple breaks don't go their way. They go for it on fourth down to open the open the game which i kind of like that call yeah uh but yeah that that tight end I, the, the, my biggest takeaway from byu before we dive into utah that bushman kid is going to be a handful uh really really good tight end for byu a uh, quarterback who went 18 for 18 last year in the bowl game was really good again but uh, yeah utah utah definitely definitely uh, a team to watch out for in the pac-12 south a lot of people love i mean hell lee corso's got him going to the playoff but, oh wow you know, i don't i don't, I don't I don't like it. Poor Lee. Uh, it's about time. I love him to death. He is college football. Might be time to hang up the cleats. But I do like his youth. I do like his youth a lot. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think they, they, they got off to a good start. And a tough, tough matchup to start yeah. week one. You know? like It's yeah. like almost like a high school game where you're playing your rival right out the gate. On a Thursday but, night, too. The, the, literally the beginning night, the of road. the football season. 
Uh, Whittingham, who is a BYU alum, a big win. You know he was going to be ready for this Mm -hmm. game. Moss is a great running back. I don't know that playoff is realistic. I do think Utah has as good a chance as anyone to win the conference. Mm -hmm. But they needed this one especially because, unlike Oregon, who we're going to get to later, you know, Oregon gets Auburn. That's a really big non-conference game to where if they win that, they're on the fast track for a chance at the playoff. Utah, you know, they don't really, they're not going to have that signature opportunity that a team like Oregon would. But we'll see. I do think Utah looked well. I think that game was close. UCLA, I want to touch on them, Sully, because a lot like maybe USC, which we'll see Saturday night, a lot of people were kind of hyping them up a little bit. And I know that Chip Kelly is a great coach and he implements his system wherever he goes and he gets results, but I think it might be a little too early to expect them to be a pretty good football team just yet. Absolutely, and I, I think he's he's trying to figure it out himself. He, he always likes to be on the cutting edge of football, and he's and he's running a lot of two, three tight end sets. Loves his tight ends, and it's not quite as spread and spread it out and, and, and chunk the ball over the lot. Plus, I don't think he has the quarterback to do it. I think Dorian Thompson Robinson is a pretty mediocre quarterback at best, uh, and a lot of these guys aren't his guys. That, that, that was a pretty poorly coached football team on really on both sides of the ball, uh, both Cincinnati with Luke Fickle in year two and, and Chip Kelly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think he's, he's got a long way to go. That is going to be a tough hill to climb. And it's kind of crazy to say because he's in a very rich recruiting base, base in, in California, but he's, he's, he hasn't been able to really establish himself there yet. I think he was, was, a. 40th in the country year one and was pretty close in year two so yeah uh it's it's gonna it's gonna take many many years and i don't know if he's gonna get it done no i don't think he i think i don't think he's got that long of a leash yeah he gutted the roster last year so it'll be interesting to see what year two looks like but two straight losses to cincinnati not what you want out of a pac-12 program trying to return to dominance all right the so, only thing that worked, oh, oh, real quick, last yeah, yeah. Usually, the only thing worse than the quarterback play was the gold face mask. Those things were atrocious. Yeah, I don't know what they were atrocious. going for there. I, don't, I really don't understand what the, no what the idea. look was. I, I don't get that. I, 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 Under Armour's been pumping out some decent stuff lately, but I, I don't. I didn't. I, I just wanted to take a second out to, to poo poo on the uh, golden. Anytime you get a chance to make fun of uniforms, you got to do it, especially on this oh, show. Yeah. All right, Money Mitch Fix, Sean Sullivan. Let's get to the games at hand starting Friday night. A little Friday night college football action. A lot of uh, interesting mm-hmm. games on the site. I saw this stat that was interesting. The mm-hmm. most amount of smart money in any game being bet, the biggest bets being made, are on Army mm-hmm. to cover a 24-point spread tonight against Rice. So a lot of big money coming love, in on Army. <laughs> I love Army. That was a big spread, so that's why I was a little hesitant. But the Owls are so bad. Army is so good. I think, I, yeah, there's a, the spread's I, like 24, and the over-under is about 48. <laughs> right. So that, does, that doesn't does that exactly tell you? make me feel too good. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean – like I, I, I love I, I kind of love uh, love Army's rushing attack, obviously, and they they were they were firing on all cylinders last year, and they bring everybody back. So I mean, they've been they've been kind of a sneaky sneaky pick to reach reach double digit wins this year, and and Bryce is absolutely on the other side of every every single part of that conversation. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of like I kind of like where your head's out there. 
You got Wake Forest, Utah State, which could be interesting. Michigan State's a three touchdown favorite against Tulsa. UMass Rutgers is just gross to me. <laughs> Colorado, Colorado, no Colorado thing. State. Those games are always unpredictable. No idea. Yeah. Nevada Purdue eleven for Nevada at home is interesting. We just don't know what type of Purdue we're going to get. The last time we saw them, right. my God, <laughs> was my that game God. against Auburn? So, and I think that was a, a lot of. I, I don't think Purdue is that bad, and I don't think Auburn's that good. I think that was a lot of frustration that uh, that Gus got out um, calling plays again. We'll obviously talk about them here in a little bit, but. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know for a fact that Nevada doesn't have uh, doesn't have Auburn's weapons. So. Well, one of my biggest surefire, I'm confident bets of all weekend is the last game on Friday. I didn't mention, and that's Wisconsin South Florida. Sully. Yes, sir. Badgers go to South Florida, and right now the spreads between ten and a half and eleven and a half, depending on where you get it. But I like the Badgers to roll here. I know. That last year was disappointing for them, considering they were a preseason top five team. They had some bad losses. They were hyped up a little too much. Mm-hmm. Ironically, the best Badger seasons don't really have to do with what their schedule looks like. It's kind of how hyped they are. When they're under the radar, they, they tend to do pretty well. So I think that could be the case. I just don't see. We saw South Florida last year. How are they going to stop we the Taylor the other, rushing attack? We were on the other side of it. <laughs> we were. We were on the other side of it. Everybody likes the passing attack. It's fun. It's exciting. But how are they going to stop this? these big boys up front? They're not. They're absolutely not. Obviously, Wisconsin's got to replace a lot of beef up front. But historically, that's a spot that they, they it's just almost plug and play at this point where they just go out to the cornfield and pick themselves up another 330-pound white dude and stick them in at right guard. And that's just the way it's been forever. So I, I don't I don't see it being any different in Madison this year. Uh, it, they, they're going to have a nice little uh, vacation to go down on the road in, in Tampa and, and get it up. I, I, it, USF ranked 90th in rushing defense last year. And I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a bad thing, but they have to replace everybody that was on the 90th. So not only <laughs> – Oh man! Yeah, maybe that's I good. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's a good thing. I don't know, but it's, it's a lot of inexperience. I guess it's like if, if you're a Bulls fan, you're kind of sitting to yourself, a can't get any worse. But were they guys so, that couldn't win the jobs last year? Or they were they guys on the team that couldn't start on the 90th ranked team? Because that might be bad. <laughs> yeah, that might be bad. No, I, I think I think they were just young. Okay. Uh, those those yeah. were those were. Those were seniors, uh, older guys. I think on that front seven last year. So I think they're, I think they're bringing back uh, right. a lot to that uh, to that terrible defense, which is which is a good thing for the for people betting the Badgers. Should be fun to see that one. And the last game, quickly, want to mention Oklahoma State and Oregon State. That lines at about fourteen points, and uh, I do think that's right where it should be. This is a very fascinating yep. game to me because Oregon State was pretty bad last year. Oklahoma State is one of the most unpredictable teams in college football. We've seen it all the last three years, just how they right. inexplicably lose and, and can come up big in big games. This feels like a dangerous environment, but I don't think Oregon State's that good, so I'm terrified of this game. <laughs> no, I don't think they're that good either, but they're not. I mean, I don't think they're good. It's Pac-12 after dark on a Friday. That's what Pac-12 I'm trying to say. Pac-12 after dark, <laughs> exactly. Bill Conley has them at three, three wins, but... Uh, I don't know if they're going to be that bad. Maybe four or five potentially from the Beavs. Uh, I, I, this ain't going to be one. But no, uh, but fourteen. I think, I think 
<laughs> but fourteen points, no, I, th- I think the bet. I think the bet here's worth uh, worth over. It's dropped a little, Let's but it's see. still seventy-two and a half or so. Still seventy-two and a half. Yeah, hmm. Oregon State's got some decent weapons on offense. Oklahoma State never the best defense. Huh, that might be. It, but they're breaking in the new. The, the, I I I would just stay away from this game. Oklahoma State's breaking in the new wacky offense uh, coming from Princeton. I love it. I love how multiple they're going to be. I love how they're going to be just just ridiculous formations. It fits Mike Gundy. It fits the Arkansas waterfall. It is absolutely perfect. But they they're going to have to figure stuff out on the road at night. Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I think my prediction for this game is there's going to be some late spread drama one way or the other. We're going to have Oklahoma State driving up 10 or Oregon State driving down 17. I think uh, think that's where we're going to be at. So watch out for that one. All right, Saturday slate. That's where we get our first true college football Saturday. Everybody's playing. And uh, I want to start with this one. Everybody in Columbus, be on the lookout because the lane train's coming to Columbus. He's coming to Columbus. Ohio State opens with Florida Atlantic as a 27. Freshwater, baby. Joey Freshwater. <laughs> he's he's coming north. He's he's crossing over. He's he's going to Yankee Town and uh, he's ready to play and see what happens there. Ohio State Sully is 27 and a half point favorite. It's the first game for Coach Ryan Day at the helm. Fields his first game as a starting quarterback. Some questions there. And honestly, I don't know that we're going to get the answers to what Ohio State's going to be like long term, but I would caution everybody to say that I think my favorite bet in this game would be the over because Ohio State typically in the last couple of years has had issues on defense starting out the season. A lot of high-scoring games early where they have to just figure out what they are. And that over, even though it's 64 points, I think that's the bet I would like the most. Yeah, that's a ginormous spread. Ginormous (laughs) spread. FAU definitely took a a step back. uh, And... Obviously, the, the 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 new quarterback situation in, in Ohio State took a little bit longer than, than people thought. I, I think it was kind of a little bit of mind games for Ryan Day, where they, they everybody knew everybody and their mom knew that Fields was going to be named the starter. But uh, yeah, except for Tate Martell, apparently he didn't know when except, he transferred. Except for Tathan, <laughs> except for Tathan, right? Our, our old buddy Tathan. Eighty-three percent of the money, eighty-three uh, percent of the bets, eighty-one percent of the money going towards Ohio State. Uh, that's 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 pretty confident for me. I kind of do like like Ohio State in this game, but it's going to be. I, I think this one's where it's it's the line is exactly where it should be. It's about to be a to be a thirty point game. So I'm with you. I think that over over under is going to be going to be the, the way to go in that game. Just interested to see what they look like coming out. You know what these teams both look like, especially Ohio State, because there's a lot of new new parts. And Ryan Day was the they OC. Still- they still have Dobbins. They still have they still have a, a, a proven rushing attack. They got some weapons, so I feel like they're going to put up points. You know, yeah. That that could be a little thing. could be some kinks to work out though. So that's that's where I'm For looking sure. at. And defensively, you know, it's they've been traditionally slow starters even at home. So we'll see there. Hey, uh, as far as potential sleeper upsets go, I'm just throwing this out there. The team that many slow. predict. The team that many predict. To be the best in the MAC this year, Toledo's going to Kentucky. That's only an eleven and a half point spread now. It's a noon kickoff, so I don't know. I think Kentucky better be people, be there. A lot of people are very uh, cautiously, I wouldn't say optimistic, a little strong, but I, I've, I've, a lot of people that are that have their pulse on the SEC kind of like 
quietly like, like, like is another strong word, um, are okay with Kentucky. They got to replace a lot of people. The best, the best player, arguably in program history, especially on the defensive side of the ball, Josh Allen's gone. I don't know how they're going to defend the mighty Rockets without, uh, with, without Johnson on the edge. Toledo's tough, man. Allen pass rushing. Right, exactly. They're tough. They're, they're and I wish this was a Tuesday night game in Toledo in the middle of November. That I mean, this that, that would be perfect uh, to give us some, some, a really good midweek game. But uh, week one, no less. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of do like that game. I like I like UT a little bit uh, against Kentucky normally, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky Kentucky's replacing everybody and their mom. Uh, I don't see. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see how you could be either any any type of bullish with the Wildcats. I've seen them picked as high as fourth in the East. I, I think they're I think they're going to be a bottom dweller. They've improved every single year um, uh, since Stoops has been there, but I, it, it ain't going to happen. This it year. was a nine, very nine, ten wins last yeah, year. It was, it, it was a very fortunate season. They earned it, but they got a lot of breaks along the way. So right, a lot of breaks. My, my my balls obviously ran them all up and down uh, last year, and it felt good. I mean, then I think they were a little little overrated at times. Heck of a bowl win over Penn State, but I don't take much from bowl wins. Um, yeah, you can't. I, do I think that. I think they'll I think they'll I think they'll still cover though. It'll be close. Do you have any quick thoughts on Tennessee? I know it's not a feature game playing Georgia State. Oh, Georgia State. Points. I I think Tennessee covers in this one. It's actually mm-hmm. equally one of my favorite bets. A lot of points, but Georgia State, reading up on them, they are so bad. They're they're they have to replace a lot of people on defense. That was our, it's a lot a lot like that USF. <laughs> uh, USF defense. They they were terrible last year and nobody's coming back from last year. So, it could be a good thing, but Tennessee's got way too many athletes on the field. Trey Smith got the green light this week. That's a big get. Uh, Aubrey Solomon, the five-star tackle uh, from Michigan, got got uh, transferred, got the green light this week finally. That's a big get. They're going to dominate in the trenches. All right. Georgia, St- Georgia State's a terrible football team. Just We're make... worse than F- FBS. All right. Well, let's just make sure that's a hard curfew then <laughs> for everybody yeah. so we're not getting in trouble. But otherwise, Tennessee looks good. Uh, I do want your thoughts quickly on a game that you've been bullish on for at least over a week. One of your favorites, one of your most confident bets of the weekend. You like Memphis to beat Mississippi in a rematch of that. I think it was the 2015 Liberty Bowl that Memphis also won. Home favorites against Mississippi. Five points is where the line currently sits at. Why are you so bullish on Memphis beating Ole Miss? I am bullish on Memphis because it, uh, Mike Norvell is a hell of a coach. That is one of the more sure. efficient, efficient, one of the most efficient offenses in the country. Explosive. Of course, they're missing Miller. They're missing Henderson. The two names that uh, that that you yet you would recognize off of the off of that de- off of that team last year. But they still have a bunch of weapons. That's just going to be a, a well coached football team at home trying to prove themselves. Against an Ole Miss team that has that, that it's just lackluster. I, I, I'm I'm not really buying into anything that they're doing down there. They they bring in bring in a couple big name uh, coordinating hires. One Mac McIntyre tried to from Colorado, the old Colorado coach, trying to fix that defense. It's going to take a couple of years. He's a pretty good coach, especially a coordinator. But 
just coaching wise, head to head, I I think I think Memphis is going to run circles around around uh, the Dodo brains in, in Oxford, and <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I, it's only five 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 and a half. Yeah. I think I think I think that's a touchdown plus win for Memphis. Yeah, it's interesting how the shoes on the other foot. Four years ago, it was one of the biggest wins in Memphis program history because Hugh Freeze was coming to town with a lot of NFL quality talent. Memphis won that game, right. so uh, I I think that Memphis is the right play here. The coaching advantage, you said. I think you know I want to see what Ole Miss's dual threat quarterback looks like this year because we, we know they got some talent they've had talent but it's a matter of putting it together they have an experienced defense but I think Memphis has got a little more firepower for them so I'm I'm very intrigued there as well Sully uh here on the Money Mitch effects on Sullivan time to talk to Crimson Tide I know we I know you don't like them I know you don't but yeah. they've been pretty good <laughs> for a gambling efficiency standpoint and they open with Duke, congratulations, Duke! You get Bama Week One, thirty-four point favorites. No Najee Harris, linebacker out for the season as well. But it's Bama. Yeah. Two is back. Had one bad game. People are kind of doubting him. There's really not much to to undersell how dominant Alabama should be in nope. this game. Uh, they, they are they are, have been weak at running back. Obviously, people are the the top couple running backs are suspended for the first. First game, and I don't give a damn. They they have a, a they have a Cadillac of an offense. Those those wide receivers are disgusting. I mean, Judy is just there. yeah. Twenty and a half points, by the way, is the first half line. Just want to throw that out there. Twenty and a half. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that. <laughs> I think that I think what twice last year they didn't hit it. It was the the uh, they was it Liberty? Who was the small school they played? No, no, it was. Uh... Citadel, no, yeah, yeah, Citadel, Citadel. You're right, and Auburn. I think were the only two games they didn't hit last year, including well, obviously Clemson. But we're not talking playoff regular season through the conference championship game. Those were the only times they didn't hit the first half spread, and they were Bama, and they were really good. So, yeah, I uh, Duke, man, sorry, sorry, Cuddy, <laughs> just sorry, right. Duke, pretty middle of the road past defense last year against. Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle. Good luck. See ya. Devonta Smith. Yeah, like, goodbye. I said, two is going to have all day back there. He's going to sit back and pick them apart. Uh, I, I, I like I like Bama big. Bama rolls. Bama covers. Bama covers first half. But the only thing, people have been talking about this. Saban, Saban can pull the, uh, pull the plug a little bit early and get a lot of, a lot of younger reps. As he needs to, he needs to build depth in a lot of different spots, um, including linebacker, um, including running back, obviously. So he might give those running backs a lot of run once they get up a little bit. Any, any, any really respects Coach Cutcliffe on the other side. I don't know how much that plays into it. If he if he's up by twenty eight and, and he pulls the plug in the third quarter, you know that that that's where that's where it could be could be interesting. You're right. Uh... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. That's why I think the first half lines are so good because that's where right. they go, strangle them. Stark, and is then... going to, Stark is going to Stark is going to air it out in the first half, get up big, and they're just going to get those young running backs and look. <laughs> I forgot that guy's still there. <laughs> Sorry, no, he's just coming still, back. Just yeah, hanging. He's coming back, just dog hanging around. Oh God, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, two games I want to point out that if you're just crazy or you you know you have serious issues, you might want to bet on. That's Boston College, Virginia Tech, and Northwestern Stanford. 
anything could happen in those games. So you're really psychotic if you want to throw action down in that one. <laughs> I I kind of like I kind of like Northwestern coming across the country. Uh, I, they I like, are all. I yeah. I would like it more if it was a sleepy Big Ten game in the afternoon on the worst field in college football. I like it. That's a sleepy. <laughs> it's on a sleepy Pac-12 field in the middle of the afternoon with a school that has that's on the quarter system. So <laughs> I, I like it. Hunter Johnson. The students start in, and they're 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 about to watch Hunter Johnson uh, welcome himself to the pack or the the Pac-12 world <laughs> and the Big Ten world. Wow. Former five-star transfer from Clemson. Um, I, I I I like Northwestern. Not not big, but. I think uh, I, I really do. I really do like the Wildcats in this one. Mm. Uh, Stanford's, Stanford's defense wasn't that great last year, and uh, they're going to take advantage of it. Feeling frisky, all right. It's week one. Why not? Why not get a little ambitious there, Sully? I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia Vanderbilt. How do you feel about the Doors hosting Georgia week one on a Saturday uh, night game where the dogs are coming? I mean, the, you saw average ticket price is about three hundred dollars now. The dogs are coming. They're twenty-two point favorites, and it's going to be eighty percent red in that stadium. They're a joke. Vanderbilt's going to be a big <laughs> joke this year. To, I feel like the to... over is the best bet, Sully. It's only fifty-seven and a half. I think no, this feels like a forty-two fourteen game. Georgia, Georgia is going to cover this running away. Georgia is going to no way. There, it Shermer's gone. The Keyshawn Vaughn is the only weapon that Vanderbilt's going to be able to even think about throwing out against that defense of Georgia's, they're still going to stack the box. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They're not going to be able to throw the ball. Georgia's going to put up points. They're going to run right down Vanderbilt's throat. Georgia running away. Love it. Love love the dogs on Saturday. Love the dogs <laughs> on Saturday. Your 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 uh, three seat your foot forward summary of Vanderbilt season. Their their team is a joke. <laughs> Yeah, five words. Their team is a joke. It's five yeah, words on on what Vanderbilt's going to be team, this year. Their team is a joke. Yes, they're they're going to uh, finish dead last in the. I feel like every time down. Vanderbilt, we hype them up. It's like, oh, this could be their year. Then Bama comes to town, or Georgia, or four. You know, they right they, week one. You know what was it? Two years ago when Bama came to town, and every, and it was yeah. the CBS game of the week. And it was like fifty to nothing. Yep, yeah, yep. I'm, I'm leaning with you on the dogs coming in. Interested to see how they respond. You know, from third year has been just fending off five stars with the labor, with like, like he's in Star Wars himself. <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. just, everyone's coming for his job for the throne and he just won't no, no, give it no. up. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kirby's got some athletes coming in there. So Georgia's another team that uh, we'll see how they go. Big game, though, maybe the, the biggest that we'll see. Oregon-Auburn, it's our big uh, interconference week one showdown. Auburn at home, a three and a half point favorite. Sully, you've had some thoughts about this game. Do you think Oregon? I've gone it, back and forth. You've gone back and forth, but, we're, but I keep coming back to this. Oregon has the weight of a conference on their shoulders. They have a NFL draft pick in, in quarterback in Justin Herbert there, and they can do some things that I think could frustrate frustrate Auburn, especially Auburn's defense. Are they ready for this moment, though? That's where I keep coming back. Can Oregon go on a night game in an SEC town hostile environment, and can they actually do it? Can oh. they actually beat Auburn? I think I, I think it does them does them big big favors that they're playing this game in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Oregon was yeah. terrible on right. the road, so the fact that it's a neutral site game still on the road, I feel like they're they're going to be all right. But I, uh, I guess but, what I was going at was, you know, yeah, it's in Arlington. I don't want to confuse anyone that it's in Auburn, but. Yeah. 
You know these SEC. You know firsthand what the travel situation is going to look like. And I'll do respect to to Oregon fans, but <laughs> Oregon fans travel well. But yeah, Auburn, Auburn. Yeah. It'll, it'll be sixty. It'll be sixty forty Auburn probably. But I, I still have to say that the the one of the bigger nuggets that kind of flipped the tide for me in this game that I found out last night watching Scott Van Pelt last night. Uh, he, they, he had Herbert on his show. And I did not know that Justin Herbert does not take a class this semester. And he took one class last <laughs> semester, last spring. The biology. This kid, <laughs> this kid has – yeah, he's smart as all get out too. This kid has been diving into football, diving into football, getting ready for the NFL next year. He is, it's been nothing but hitting, hitting, the, hitting the playbook. And I, 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 it just flipped the switch. I'm like, did, why not bet on the best player on the field? Mm. You, you have. I've, I've been going back and forth. Well, the, the Oregon supposedly has one of the best offensive lines in the country. Auburn undoubtedly has one of the best defensive lines in the country with those animals with Brown and the boys. What can Brown do for you? Mm. Um, it's a great promo, like, by the way, for uh, NCAA student athletes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. No, exactly. I see what you're saying. I, I just want to point that, out what happened last year. That's going to neutralize? Yeah, no, I, I get you. Auburn get last you. year Auburn against the Pac-12 team that had a lot of experience. And right. Washington it, is, probably was the better team for most of that game. But you got to execute. Mm-hmm. you got to put drives together. you got to put teams away. Oh, by the way, Oregon, one of the worst losses I've seen in the last couple of years was how they botched that Stanford game last year. So I, I know yeah. what you're saying. But Auburn is a team that's I, been in these moments before. They have. I'm I'm not in a confident mode either way. We'll see what happens. Kick off if I be swayed. Uh, Auburn has the I, I kinda, favorite. I kind of want to stay away. Yeah. I kind of want to stay away to be honest. But if I had to, if I had to, had to make a move, I would go. I would. I would go Oregon. I would go Oregon in this game. Give opened me, up give me six. The opened up six. Auburn. It dropped all the way down to about three and a half. So I think the reason for that because I think that's what it should be. And yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, two other games I want to get to on that night slate. Uh, well, really one game, but I do want to mention something else here. Uh, we'll see how two of our favorite characters, Mike Leach, does against New Mexico State at home in a late night opener for Washington State. And then friend <laughs> of the program, Tom Herman, takes on Louisiana Tech uh, as, well, as well. So uh, we'll see if he, he can hook him down there. But Sully, the late night game. USC Fresno State. I cannot wait for this game. I haven't been this intrigued by a spread in a very long time. USC. I'm very up and down, mostly down in the last 12 months. A lot going on their program, even above the football program. And they are 13 and a half point favorites against a team that was, I'll say it undoubtedly, the best college football team in California last year, Fresno State. 100%. I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting the for the other shoe to drop. In the country. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. It feels like a trap, but I still love Fresno State to cover. You could even talk it. to me that they go on the road and get the win in this game. Outright. But love it. Southern Cal, another team like UCLA that I think people have been kind of pumping up a little bit too much. I agree. The, read, the reading into the fact that they're, they're, they're going to spread it out. They love all the weapons on the outside. They love St. Brown. They, I don't know who from the national media actually loves JT Daniels, but they, they're, they're actually people out there that love JT Daniels. Um, and they, I guess they're sipping, sipping the Kool-Aid a little bit. They see, the, they see the, the Trojan logo, and they see Clay Helton fighting for his job. 
and they can't lay a stinker in week one. And I think he, I think he is. I think they're going to lay an egg. I don't see, I don't see how this team is going to ensure Fresno State is losing the quarterback. That's going to be a big loss. But I, the, the the best unit in this game is is the Fresno State defense. I think they were third, third or fourth best in the country statistically last year. Uh, and they they shouldn't be that they, there shouldn't be that much of a drop. Even I don't I don't care if you're spreading out or what. They have a lot of weapons on the outside. Fresno State can defend those weapons. They can neutralize those weapons. JT Daniels is going he's he's a decent quarterback, but not not great. It's it's sure it, he's going to need St. Brown and the boys to take swing swings and turn them into 80, 90 yard touchdowns. I don't see this. I don't see them uh, really spreading it out or. Uh, spreading out any some sort of lead against Fresno State in this game. I think it's going to be a tight game all the way and uh, definitely one of the more intriguing bets. I'm with you. I'm I really, really bullish on the Bulldogs. I just want to point out, and I'm sure you agree with me here, how ridiculous this that so-called QB battle was. It was Daniel's job, and Helton right. just ran the sham of a QB competition. Sears is transferring out when he was named fourth string, with, which is another even laughable thing. But... Mm-hmm. 13.5 points is a lot at home against any solid team to start. So I'm just surprised that SC is opening up as such a big favorite. Now, I, I would say that I think SC is going to win a nail-biter game. I do think they win this game because mm-hmm. of the fact that, okay, like you said, I mean, hey, it is a narrative, but Helton's fighting for his job. This team knows that the schedule opens kind of tough. And maybe in a weird way, it, it helps them be under the microscope early to have to hit the ground running. But they're not beating Fresno by two touchdowns. I just don't see it. No. <laughs> just, I mean, giving... 60% of the bats are coming in on the USC side, too. That is ridiculous. People are sipping that Trojan Kool-Aid. No thanks. No, no, no thanks. Um, yeah, Sully. Well, we got two more games to talk about Sunday and Monday. It's nice to have this Labor Day weekend. Sunday. I love it. Houston, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. The Hurts era begins. Lincoln Riley's got another quarterback who's going to try to fight for the Heisman. And they're 23 points against Houston. Houston, which has a new coach, somebody we very, very much love. Holgo! Holgo's back. Ern Munson is back at Houston. Loves it there. Left West Virginia to go to Houston voluntarily, might I add. Uh, Oklahoma, 23-point favorites. Pretty big spread. These teams have a little history. Houston has actually beaten them before. You think this game might be closer than that 23 number? Ooh, that this this game is I, just screaming for me to bet on the 80-point over and just cheer for points like a video game. King on it for Houston, one of the, one of the more video game-like uh, Oh, yeah, we saw that first thing last year. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that firsthand last year, absolutely, uh, and and saw it on the wrong end for Houston. And their defense is atrocious. I think Jalen Hurts is a damn good quarterback. Uh, Oklahoma is going to put up points. Oklahoma's defense is still not great. I think King can get some points against them there. I think if you're betting anything, you bet the over. Uh, and I think it's going to be a second-half cover for Oklahoma. It might be a little tight. Uh, in that first half, King might get a little loose on that Oklahoma defense. That's pretty terrible. But Jalen Hurts can eventually spread, uh, uh, stretch this thing out. I think Oklahoma covers. So like over eighty. <laughs> That's such over a high 80. number. Uh, over eighty. Wow. Yeah. I think I think uh, I think Houston's at least got four tutters in them. 
you know yeah at least damn near, I they give give me give me give me 30 points give me 30 points Oklahoma or uh Houston give me give me near 30 points because I, I think I think Oklahoma is gonna score damn near every single time they get the ball <laughs> this is like week one last year I think the but yeah. the best bet might be 12 points first half Houston plus 12 I kind of like that Houston plus 12 first half. Okay. That's where I'm yeah. kind of leaning. I, I mean, think, that, that plays into the Inverse of Oklahoma. I think, or inverse of Bama, I should say. Bama's going to run away early and then maybe whack off. I think Oklahoma runs yeah, away that's, late. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, exact, that's exactly what I was just saying. I think mm-hmm. I think uh, King's going to get loose a little bit to start that game. So and the last I, one, I, the last one, Sully, Monday night, Notre Dame-Louisville. This oh, is boy, only a nineteen. This is only, yeah, I mean, look. We're not a Notre Dame podcast. We understand the shortcomings of that team. Had to get another dig at Ken Brown in there. Uh, but 19.5 point <laughs> favorites only against Louisville. Only. Louisville's Dude, terrible. Can we just... <laughs> they are so bad. If you watched a second of Louisville football last year, oh, my God, they're so bad. They're And we're talking, we're talking a playoff team, or undefeated playoff team coming in from Notre Dame. And is only a 19-point favorite. I don't give a damn if it's on the road. I don't give a damn about 19-point home dogs. Book is going to destroy these guys. Book is going to destroy them. Destroy them. Notre Dame in a route. Big route. I'm in agreement, and I hate betting on Notre Dame, but I am in agreement. I don't know. I don't understand how this spreads close. Uh, nope. It, it should be a minimum three touchdowns. Probably should be in that 24-25 range. Maybe yeah. they're thinking Kelly has got some things to work out as well, but Brian Kelly, that is. I, I just uh, I'm in agreement. I think Notre Dame, and that would be a nice fitting way to cap off week one is if ever, if we can get that Notre Dame play as well. But Sully, what, what would you say starting with tonight? Your three favorite games, your three favorite lines to bet on are. Oh, three favorite lines to bet on. Three favorite lines to bet on. Oh, I really like our Badgers tonight. Okay, I really do like our Badgers tonight. Uh, like you said, I really like that Memphis line. I think that is weirdly close. That almost gives me the heebies that it's so <laughs> close. I, I think Ole Miss is going to be the worst team uh, in the West this year. I mean, them and it's 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 a it's a it's a pity party between them and Arkansas, but one of them is going to take it. Um, let's see, let's see, which other ones are we Fresno? talking about? No, I, Fresno's Fresno, my Fresno's in my top Fresno, three. I gotta go Fresno or a little, or uh, Notre Dame over Louisville on that on that other slide. Yeah, he um, took the word. I'm going Fresno, Notre Dame, and then oh, uh, Wisco oh, probably. Yeah. Ho, ho! We didn't even talk about this <laughs> game. That I love this game. I love this game. Another team that was terrible last year should take should 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 take a step forward. But the best unit in the game, uh, Boise State. Oh man, State. yeah. How do we almost I forget that State. one? I love Boise State. Yeah, State. just Florida in the nick State of time. Atrocious. Great save. Their uh, atrocious. That game They're got moved. Game. Yeah, it's gonna be a new. It's gonna be a noon game in Tallahassee, and there's gonna be fucking. Excuse me. <laughs> we'll fix that. <laughs> there, there's, gonna, there's gonna be, be forty thousand people there, and. And I can't. I'm all over. I'm all over Boise State. They got to replace the quarterback. But if you if you watch or listen to the Yahoo Sports College podcast, shameless plug there. Hank Bachmeyer is supposedly a stud for Boise State quarterback. They're, they're the best unit on the field is their defense. 
I, I think it's gonna. I think it's it's a, it's a dumpster fire in in, in uh, Tallahassee. They're gonna try to force feed Cam Akers. Boise State's gonna stack the box. They're 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 gonna be able to stop them. They're not gonna be able to do the ball against Boise State. Boise State should run up and down on them. I, I like I like them. Uh, uh, give me give me the points. I think it's almost six, five and a half, six around there. Uh, I, I, I will take those points with Boise State on the road. I say I agree with you. I think the game time being moved up. For the storm over the the atmosphere is not going to be that great. Florida State had so many I question love marks. This game. I moved this into my screw class the game. points. Let's go money line degenerate money style. Line. We need I one of those. <laughs> screw we the need point. one money line. I love it. Straight That's up. the money I'm line right. pick. You got to have one. Well, we got to have one a you week where we one. just say, you know what? We're not thinking rational. Screw the points. So when Boise, so I'm... when Boise loses by two, and we're just kicking ourselves, we know why. <laughs> but exactly. Boise coming in hot contending in the Mountain West every year and knowing how to play big games. That program is rich in history of playing Power Fives. I love it. I love it. Florida State, this is not the game you want to open the season up with, not the setting, not the team. So, yeah, I think I'm going to move them up into my top three. I'll say I love Fresno. I love uh, the Badgers tonight, and I love Boise. That would be my three. How about the group of five getting some love? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's do it. I know, right? Top three. I know. Everybody, Wisco and then Fresno and Boise. Yeah, I'm a Mountain West guy. I might run for commissioner next year. Everyone's going to tell you that later. Uh, <laughs> you might see me You might see me uh, in uh, Fresno pretty soon. But, Sully, this was fun. To everybody out there, good luck on all your bets uh, if you are into that sort of thing. And just enjoy college football, Sully. Thanks again for coming on. I know, I know you're ready for it to be back. we got a long season. It's going to fly by, but I know we're going to be enjoying every minute of it. Woo!